We want a chiseled physique, but don't want to exit our seats. Want to be Balboa champs that shy away from the training camps. We beg for the glimmering gold with a runner-up commitment. But listen, even bronze medalists work hard and stay consistent. Everybody wants to parade about baseball biceps, but I pass the progressive with diet. We post, then repost selfies at the gym, but rare are photos of wholesome food. Let this light bulb your brain waves. Diet begins with die. You can cross train for 100 miles a day, but if you do not feast on what the whole body requests, your heart will be a deadbeat. Sweating rivers, well, eating from dumpsters is like training for Ninja Warrior without obstacles. On the show, The Biggest Loser, participants are required to take a heart test before tackling the most intense training they've ever known. When's the last time you had your heart checked? We were not made only for the structure of our faces or how well defined our shape is. If you want to savor his delicacies, you have to treat the savior delicately. It is quite possible to Facebook accept, Instagram requests, but inwardly reject him. This is what happens when character is so far below the limit, Twitter wouldn't let you compose it. My intent is not to project this self-righteous posture. I was an Amber Crombie t-shirt, a misfit in a ran small. And so the cross pressed me into his kingdom, the kingdom he grasps in the craters of his pierced hands from where fingers like pillars extend to count every member of your hair strands. And every frail-stranded man has a once-in-a-lifetime chance to convert from van to face-to-face -to -face friend. He's a 10th round champ boxer that came back for our future, launched a final uppercut that split the restricted tape between earthlings and heaven. He retired our executioner. Kind of like Adrian, our relationship with him was rocky, but his KO was temporary, and death's knockout, well, you know the story. I am three rusty nails and a rugged cross fit, stripped from grave clothes to nourish hope for the queen that gazes in the mirror depressed. Uneducated on the subject of her worth, but she is royalty. For the young person that pops pimples and cakes on concealer to cover dimples, she thinks they're unattractive. You're worth more than any amount of paper, you're not plastic. For the long lost boy whose dreams still live in a neverland, you two were organically crafted by deliberate hands. And kids might play with diamonds and treat them like sidewalk stones, but that doesn't subtract the fact they're priceless. You're his stone. Need I remind you what David used to conquer his giant? How you've been handled does not determine your value. By who you've been created, what you're made of does. So eat right because it makes you stronger, thrusts you closer, mimicking your trainer, your coach, your creator. This is the definition of cross fit. Not so we can like him more, so we can be more like him. I am. Kingdom CrossFit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome to the Ab Podcast. If that didn't get you going, then I don't know what will. But tonight, we just want to thank the Lord for this awesome opportunity that we have tonight. Man, what a touching um, video about who our Christ is and who we are. See, two things you got to know. You got to know who you are and you got to know who you are. And we know in this world we belong to Christ. And we are children of God. We're made in his image. We're anointed. We're forgiven. We are loved. Amen. And so you were born a certain way and uh, the way God created you. And God don't make junk. You're not a result of a, of a bad relationship or a one-night stand or six beers. But you are a child of God. Amen. And if you call upon the Lord. Amen. So amen. We just, again, want to welcome you. I'm here. I'm excited because I got my brother in the green room, and he's about to come on. You may know him from around the way. You might know him. I don't know if you know him from the hood, from television, whatever. But check this out. I got my brother right here. They, they, his brother's name's Jimmy. 
And for some of you guys, you may know him from That's Not Christian. And um, two things that I, I've learned about him so far is, number one, he loves the Lord. And number two, he says things that only we talk about in private chat rooms. Secondly is he asks the hard questions. So tonight I'm not going to get crazy with it, but I want to bring on my brother real quick. For those who don't know, welcome my brother, Jimmy. Amen. Yo, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate Ooh, it. Come on, brother, man. How you doing tonight? Amazing, man. Life is beautiful. God is good. Amen. Amen. Hey, so what did you think about that video, man? I thought it was good. I, I never heard of that kid. Um, I thought it was good. Amen, you know, I like yeah. the message. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a ministry. Um, it focuses a lot on knowing who you are in Christ and sex. Yeah. Is, uh, pornography. Right. So he's uh, getting hit, getting That's healing from, from pornography. Uh, he, uh, you know, because we don't talk about those things, but nah, nah, that's good. I mean, and uh, yeah. he talked about, you know, when his wife would leave the pad, uh, she, and he would go watch pornography while she would run. Yeah, he was hiding, and 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 and, and eventually, I don't know if she he got caught. Yeah, he came to a place where he had to just come clean. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he's got a real good ministry. Uh, for that's that. really good, man. Where's he from? I believe he's up north somewhere, Sacramento, okay. San Francisco. Uh, yeah, he's he's from up there. But uh, for those that hear, uh, just um, heard that video, I'll put his uh, his uh, info in the description. But hey, man, what's good, boss? It's chilling, man. Just just chilling, man. Glad to, glad to be here, man. Glad glad you you uh, you invited me. You know, it's it's wild. It's wild how the Lord works. You know what I mean? Because we I went to check it out. I went to um. I went to that tattoo fellowship because a friend told me about it. You know, he's like, Oh, you know, they need a, they need a, a videographer, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, you know, I'll hit him up. Let's see. Cause I, I do, I do video too. And so, you know, I went there and it was like really, really, really dope to be around other believers. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why I met you. And here we are, you know? Amen. 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 No, it was a definitely right away. We had a connection on a lot of different levels. Um, one of the things that I, and I don't know the the um, the the right lingo or the right um, yeah. words, but like you're definitely you definitely know the culture. You know you know the culture of Christianity uh, when it comes to like hip hop, when it comes to uh, and then you know you're 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 very like when I, as as you know you're one of the the hosts of that's not Christian, amen. So Thank when you. I, first heard, <laughs> I, I first heard it, I was like, that's not Christian. I'm like. So what is it then? You know what I mean? Right, but right. What I love about the podcast, and we're going to go into that later, is you yeah. guys, you know, people think that, that Christians are only, like, focused on one thing. Right. Sending everybody to hell, and if you don't listen to me, you know, and the gospel, Jesus, Jesus. And, yes, that is what, who we are, but we have other interests, and, and, and uh, we, we, have, we, we have a voice, and we, and we don't yeah. – you don't shy away from politics – uh racism uh you don't you don't shy away you said you have an opinion and right you like that one part in the movie 50 cent where he says i could have been right i could have been wrong but when i was wrong i could have been right that kind of thing yeah 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 <laughs> but uh but no man again uh i just want to thank you for coming on uh i know that uh that uh god is wants to do something special with this uh relationship and um uh, and i know that god has been using you already so uh Go ahead and um, we like to share scripture here. We like to talk about Jesus. We like to offend. 
We like to ruffle feathers. I mean, <laughs> Sounds like want, I'm in the right place. <laughs> whatever you want to do tonight, this platform is 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 yours tonight. So, right. Yeah, I know you have a scripture, uh, so you can go ahead and share that. Yeah, yeah. You asked me for a scripture, man, and the, and the first one that came up was uh Proverbs sixteen eleven. Just, just even just with that brief intro about me being, you know, opinionated and whatnot, you know, having something to say. Um, and Proverbs sixteen eleven. I'm reading from the Extra Save version. Um, I don't know what you guys are reading. You know, ESV for oh, my oh, reform oh. brothers out there. Just balance and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are His work. You know, and and that to me, like really being that, you know, I'm I'm on a podcast and we're 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 constantly, you know, discussing current topics and events. Um I always I'm always uh because I'm saying things, I'm always open to finding out new information. And I got that a lot from a good friend of mine, Boss Cornerstone. Um he kinda he's kinda like a dude who really opened up my eyes and stuff and and uh like really opened me up to the possibility of, you know, doing podcasting. Um, but he's a dude who's like very uh, hungry for knowledge and he's always open for correction, you know? And so, you know, this scripture here just is a reminder that, you know, we always, regardless of what our feelings are, you know what I mean? That we should, we should always have uh, just scales, you know, be balanced. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so before we go uh, for, uh, forward, I always like to ask this question because of what, happened last year yeah um, what what lesson or what yeah i guess you could say lesson or maybe something that the lord had showed you what did you step into 2021 with that you learned in 2020 that you can share with us that that you learned that maybe there was a change of heart uh a correct yeah. something like talk to us let us know what you you, you brought from 2021 into 2021 Man, that's that's a that's a good question. I um what did I bring in? Um more purpose. I think more purpose, you know? Um because a lot of things that like 2020 was a good time for everybody, you know, uh to do those things that they said they didn't have time for, right? Ooh, come on, come on. So is it if it's reading your Bible, if it's losing 10 pounds, if it's writing your book, starting a podcast, whatever it is that you said you didn't have time for that you want to do, um, if you started your online business, like 2020 was that time for you to like learn how to do it, really research, you know what I mean? Invest in that um, and accomplish it, you know? Um, if you walked out of 2020 without doing any of that, um, then you really don't want it like you say you want it, you know? So 2021 uh, with the fellows in, in the podcast, um, it's, been, it's been a real goal to go even harder uh, with family, uh, with my wife, you know, being more conscious of how we spend our money and how we save and things like that uh, has been really important. Being more, uh, being uh, more uh, purposeful with how we spend our time, more intentional with how we spend our time, you know, not necessarily just, um, turning on Netflix. Not that I'm not, not that there's, I don't feel that there's anything wrong with like watching Netflix, but probably, probably watching something that's going to help us, you know, with, you know, what, if it's with our walk, if it's with saving money, investments, whatever it may be, you know, just, just things that, 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 uh, that, uh, are help you, you know what I mean? Development with self-development. Amen. 
Amen, amen, amen. So the, I was listening to, the, I was reading this theologian today. And he yeah. Says, he says, everyone gets the same 24. You don't need more time. That's facts. More discipline. That's real. So I think that I, that's, I got it off your <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm over here agreeing, like, yo. But you know what? Uh, that, That's that funny. Really, that really, I told you, I'm going to study you, bro, because, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that really hit me because I was like, yeah, because we're always like, more time, more time, more time. And it's like, no, you've got, someone once said, you make time for what's important. Yeah. And if God's important, you're going to make time for him, your family, your wife. You know, as men, I think that we lack balance a lot because for me, I go hard for ministry. I've been in the, yeah. I've been serving the Lord 21 years. And That's I, dope. If, and if I get a hold of something, man, I'm going hard 24-7. And then yeah. everything else lacks. So yeah. i got to be careful and balance as well. How do you deal? I don't know. This is a, maybe off conversation, but, you know, you, you do ministry. You do the podcast. Uh, we're going to get into something I've seen on your IG about, I think, the advertising. I think it's a, the advertising. You have that company. Oh, I, yeah, I do marketing. Yeah, 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 I do marketing. Yeah. How do you balance that with the kids? Because you got young kids. You got older kids. You got your wifey. You got your ministry. And you got your time with the Lord. Is there any way you could share with us, like, how do you how do you balance all that? That's a lot. Um, like it's like you said, you know, like you said, you you make time for the things that are important for you, you know. And so I've I I kind of limit. It wasn't always like I don't I don't want to get the impression that I got the perfect life, you know what I mean? Like I struggled for many years, made a lot of bad decisions, even as a believer, you know. And I I think that those are things, um, that we don't talk about, you know, in the church. You know, it's kind of like you're saved and you're perfect, you know. You don't have any problems. You don't have any struggles. Like I, I like that that brother that you played earlier. Um, you know, talking about, you know, you mentioned that he was talking about porn addiction. Like that's not something that you know we generally talk about. That's something that uh, we kind of like. Oh, that's the old life. You know, you shouldn't have any type of struggle. So for me, like a lot of a lot of my adult life, I was unlearning a lot of bad habits that I learned in my early teenage years, and just kind of learning on the job. You know, because my father wasn't really around a whole lot. Um, cause my parents got divorced, divorced at a, you know, when I was a lot younger. So learning how to be a father, I really just learned on the job, you know? And so now, like just recently within the last, I would say maybe within the last five years, I, I've kind of pivoted and, and made a change in my life where, you know, I'm prioritizing those things that are important to me, you know? And so of course it's, it's family. Um, it's, it's my walk with the Lord, uh, fitness, my finances and those sort of things. So it's kind of like. For me, everything has to be written down and scheduled. Otherwise, like I just like I, I mentioned to you earlier today, like I really don't do a whole lot of text because like I have blocks of time that are scheduled for me to kind of accomplish things, you know, otherwise they don't get done, you know, and then my 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 to do list just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's low. It's low now. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. I don't know how it sounds for the Facebook audience, but um, it sounds good to me. 
fun. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm learning. I'm learning here. <laughs> I, I love that part where you say the uh, to-do list because I always look at my wife. She's got everything. The honey-do list, right? <laughs> she has her list, and then I'm like, that's a to-do I'm a grown man. I'm going gonna... right. to. But I need to grow. But yeah. No, well, I'm forgetful. That's the thing. I'm for, I'm forgetful. So it's like I may have every intention to do it, right? Not that I'm lying. I just I forgot. You know, it's like oh man, I forgot to do this. You know. When you say you forgot, like when did you tell me that? I'm like, it's like you know you were sitting in that corner at two o'clock. Oh, that happens too. That happens too. Hey man, but okay, check this out. So you know, uh, writing things down has really helped me as well. So mm -hmm. I like how you say that you if you kind of block things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it's 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 hard too because because you do everything on your phone now. You do your banking on your phone. You communicate with the kids on your phone. You know. Um, every, everything is, you know, revolves around the phone. It's almost, it's almost impossible not to, you know? Um, but like, for example, like in the morning I go for a walk, right? Every morning I try to go for a walk and that's like my time with God, you know? So I might listen to a sermon. I might listen to some Christian music. Um, and that's the time that I, you know, I really focus and, and dedicate, you know, because, after that, the rest of the day is just hectic, you know, yeah. and nine times, nine times out of 10, if I don't, if I don't wake up to do my morning run, my morning walk, like the whole day is just like a waste. Like it's just disorder, you know? No, that's so I, so I have to, I have to like really stick to a schedule and, and really be disciplined. Uh, I mean, so discipline starts with creating a good schedule. Okay. Yeah, well, that that works for me. You know, other people might, you know, it, it might be something else. But for me, that that's what works, you know? No, no, definitely. I think uh, when you start off putting God first, of course, the day is not going to be perfect. And you're still going to go through things. But we know as believers that it does, it does, it, it really does help us. You know, yeah. Amen. Amen. So this is going to be kind of like the stalker part of the the interview right right, right. The, the stalker segment okay let's go i'm ready <laughs> oh it says jimmy social media samurai yeah okay what is a social media samurai so i'm a i'm a i'm a social i'm a social media marketer i started doing i started uh social media marketing about five years ago okay. and i've been well i was uh i was basically freelancing for five uh five years ago and then three four years now, actually. So six, I started six years ago and four years ago, I started my company. Um, so it's kind of a play on words to kind of stand out from everybody else. Who's a social media specialist or social media manager. It's like, well, what's a samurai, you know? Um, it, it, and it's just, it's just marketing. You know what I mean? Cause people are like, well, what, what's a samurai? Well, so, samurai is killing it, you know? And that's what I do. You're good, bro. Hey, anything goes on Facebook Live. What can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> so you're a samurai. Talk to me. Yeah, so you know, I I do uh, I do marketing for 
for uh, businesses, I do, mainly social media marketing. That's where my focus is on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I run ads, I run accounts. So I manage accounts for brands. Uh, I mainly focus on working with people in the medical field and realtors, uh, generating leads and, you know, that sort of thing. And then right here also says founder of, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to like chop this up. Yeah. Oh, Blue and Cream. Okay. It's Blue, it's Blue and Cream. So that's the name of the company. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if anybody needs some kind of advertisement, advertisement, they can do that. Yeah, any any type any type of marketing. If you want to run any type of Facebook ads for, uh, again for realtors, if if you have a clothing brand, anything like that, um, definitely give me a call. You know, I'm I'm open to talk and give a free consultation. You know. Amen. And this is the big one. This is the one where I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to uh, this one next. It says co-host of that's not Christian. So yeah. when I think about that's not Christian, I think yeah. That's not Christian. Right. I'm a pretty simple guy. I, I didn't. I went to public school. Me too. I went to public school too. <laughs> LAUSD. I didn't graduate, but I did. Me neither. <laughs> That's good. So uh, talk about a little bit about uh, what do you call it? Um, That's not Christian. And, and why not? And, and kind of like, you know, the, the vision behind it, the purpose behind it. How you guys got started? All right. Uh, well, actually, it got started because uh, of my my good friend Boss Cornerstone from Grow the Heck Up. He used to do these uh, these lives on Periscope, and we we built a relationship um, just just over the internet. I was just in the comments, you know, just just talking, trolling, you know. And hey. one day, and one day, one day, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna open up this chat on Telegram," you know. And and he let everybody know. He invited everybody there. I went on Telegram. And uh, I met um, a whole bunch of people. One of the people that I met was uh, Comedian Chris. And Comedian Chris uh, opened up his own chat, which is called The Barbershop. And in The Barbershop, I met the brothers that are on the podcast now. Um, and we, we would just, you know, talk about all kinds of stuff. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a group chat, you know. So it's a lot of the same conversations that, that um, a lot of people are having, you know, on, on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever, wherever you have in group chats, you know, uh, a lot of different topics that we don't normally discuss, like in the men's group or, you know, even at church, you know. So um, we're having these these conversations about sports, about politics, everything else. And uh, comedian Chris is a really talented guy. Um, he's been in a couple of movies. Uh, he was in a movie with Kevin Hart. He's a real talented dude. He does. He. he um, I mean, he does graphic design, he does video, he does all kinds of stuff. And so I was really, well, two of us were really encouraging and pushing him to kind of start a podcast because he's a funny dude. And I was really just trying to help him out, right, and kind of support him. And, you know, I'm since I work with cameras, I, I, I'm pretty good, like, on the technical side. And so I was like, you know, let's do it, let's do it. And so finally, we all decided to do it because – you know, the same ones that are on the podcast were the same ones that were encouraging him and, and pushing him to do it. And so, you know, one day uh, it's going to be two years in August. So we decided to, you know, to start the podcast and a couple of episodes in, I, I think it was maybe less than 10. He decided he wasn't going to do it anymore. Um, he wanted to do other things and we just we just stuck with it, you know, and we've been doing it since. 
um the name came from uh shout out to switch he uh he used to joke around like when we were in the chat and he would say like oh that's not christian that's not christian because you know that's that's kind of a joke that people say like not just not just non-believers when they criticize us you know whenever we you know we may fall or do something that may not be up to their standards but also we say that too sometimes you know in, in the faith is like oh you're not really a christian or you're not a real christian or whatever so it was kind of a play on those things where it's like you know we're going to talk about these things um and you know you might not think that it's christian you know and we're okay with that you know and so that that's how that's how the name came about amen amen people are saying they still can't hear me Oh, can they hear me now? I don't know if they can hear me better now, but uh, can you still hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay, they're saying that they can't hear me for some reason. So, all right, let me see. Oh my God, this little girl keeps calling. <laughs> we got that Google Mini uh, speaker at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps calling on it, but anyways, I think my um. I don't know if it's because of my mic. I don't know what's going on, but um, they're saying I'm not loud enough. Check one, two. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. You're saying you can hear me fine, but they're saying that I'm too low, that I need to go buy your mic. It <laughs> 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 being me, because you're, you've been coming out loud. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what, what's going on on my thing. Let's see what is going on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I could hear you. I could definitely hear you. Yeah, I don't know if it's me or whatever, but um, well, let's see what's up. So, okay, we'll go to the next one. Um, as I as I'm creeping on your um, on your IG, one of the things that you uh, put down is uh, T H H T S Network. What is that? So T C H H T S Network is uh is a brand that I run with uh my friend boss cornerstone um we co-own that and i basically uh run it on a day-to-day um it's uh right now it's an instagram page where we just we just focus on sports and chh music because we found that it was mainly boss's idea uh we found that a lot of christians right a lot of believers love sports right i mean they're talking about lebron james they're talking they're talking about who's the goat between Kobe and, and Michael Jordan, you know, just sports is a, if, if it's not, if it's not the Bible in church, like we're talking about sports, you know? And so we decided to, to launch that brand. And, uh, you know, we've been, we've been doing now for, uh, I would say maybe three years now. And we mainly just use it as a platform to, you know, showcase other believers who, you know, are doing ministry with music. Amen. Amen. So let's get into it a little bit. I, oh, you know what? I think that's it right there. I think my position of my mic is a little better now. I apologize for that, my man. Um, so let's go into a little bit about um, family. You know, you uh, you look pretty young, bro. So yeah. when you told me you, you had kids, they were my age. I was like, what? Amen. <laughs> but talk to me. So you have, how is it? And I always ask people this question. How do we raise godly children? in an ungodly world or an yeah. anti-God world. How are you able to be, because you got kids in college. Yeah. You got kids still at the house, correct? Yeah. And um, talk to us. What are some of the things, you know, because I'm a young parent. Uh, my kids are seven and going to be 10. 
And so I'm I'm still learning, you know, what not to let them watch, what not to let them see, hear. You know, what are some of the tips you can give us young uh, parents that, you know, uh, to get our kids to a place where they can fight that good fight on their own so they can, you know, because we can't do we can't be with our kids 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, um, what are some, talk to us. Tell us. You know, I, <laughs> for, I was I was very fortunate and blessed that um, really, it, you know, it was it was my wife. Like I was away at work and, and my wife, when they were young, she stayed home with them. And she's really the one who discipled them and, and spent a lot of time in the word, you know, and praying with them you know, at a young age and being that example of a godly woman, you know, so um, a lot of the credit goes to her. I really can't take a lot, you know, too much credit. And, and also like with the older kids, it was a different time, right? We, we talking like uh, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. No, like, yeah, like 10, 15 years ago that they were like in their, in their, in their teens. Right. And, or the young teens, like where now I have a, I have a 13 year old and, everything has changed. You know what I mean? With, with the uh, social media and everything else, it wasn't the way that it was back then when my other kids were, were growing up, you know? So um, I'm finding challenges, finding ways to kind of be the example and, and, and bring up conversations that I have to like uh, create the environment for these conversations, you know, to have conversations with, with my child about things that I see in social media, you know, like, because you know, regardless of regardless of uh, of of where you stand on uh, Christians in media or partaking in media, right? You're still exposed to it if you're if you're on Instagram or Facebook or any one of those platforms. Like you still see what movies come out, right? You still see that Wonder Woman's coming out. Uh, you know, you 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 might hear about uh, Cardi B or something like that, and so you have to be conscious of that because those are the things that if even if your if your kid isn't consuming it, their friends at school are consuming it and they're sharing it, you know, and so you have to have those conversations with your kids all the time. It's not just something that, you know, you have once and then expect them to grasp onto that. Because I know I know for myself as a kid, like, I had I had some people telling me to do the right things, right? Yeah, um, yeah. but I had a lot more telling me to do the wrong things, and it wasn't it, you know it was it was un older uncles and it was also friends, you know friends in school and friends from the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Like it was, you know, so you have to be that person, you know, in their lives con constantly just pouring over them and pouring into them. Hey Amen. one of the things that I was dealing with with my daughter is my daughter, uh, we gave her a phone mm -hmm. and it wasn't hooked up. It was only Wi-Fi. Right. So I figured, okay, I, you know, what, what harm could it be? Well, right. My God. So I won't say the girl's name, but, yeah. uh, there's a girl who we used to allow them to uh, watch and we had a birthday party with her, her stuff. And yeah, you'll probably, get, you'll probably get it later, but, and uh, she comes out of the closet. Yeah. And my wife calls me. She goes, man, babe, I read something today that broke my heart. And I go, what happened? She goes, Holly, uh, this world has gotten to her. And yeah. Like, what? And so, I get home and my daughter walks up to me straight out seven years old. Mm -hmm. She says, dad, blah, blah, blah is gay. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And I just said, what? And then I said, you need to go talk to your mother because, uh, 
at this moment, I think it's better your mother talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you got and, hit with a sledgehammer, right? Yeah, and then she comes later and she lays down to me and she pretty much told me that I she understood. Mm-hmm. And my uh, my words at that point were were, were legit. I want to say I say you know what, babe, we live in a world where people they're gonna they they want to do what they want to do. They're not gonna mm-hmm. live according to scripture, but you and me are called to love, not yeah, not compromise, but love. So when you deal with people that are anti what we believe, the goal is to kill them with kindness, love them, stand right. for what is righteous. But man, dude, to hear my daughter at that age already know what it is, yeah, she had a, a grasp. Like I should tell everybody, you know, growing up, gangs and drugs were at the front door. And right. so that was the thing that as a parent, I'm like, okay, I got to worry about my daughter. So this is what I, I think T.I. said one time. He mm. said, if you keep your kids, out, your, your daughter off the pole and your son out the pen, you done did good. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, I got to keep my daughters, you know, safe. I got to keep them away from these dudes. I got to right. keep them away from this and this. And, and, and gangs and drugs too, right? And I'm thinking mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I told my daughter, "Why don't you know? At this point, go join the gang. That might be the same <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Because the things that they're dealing with, dude. Right? How? Like, like it's okay. a different world. Let's just say this: yeah. coming out of the closet when I was in school, they it didn't happen. You know, you knew right. people were, were were living that lifestyle, but they would deny it, deny it, deny it, deny it. Yeah. And after high school, you would see them, and then they they were living that life. Yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, you're you're praised for it. It's 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 you're 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 brave, and and so my daughters are seeing that. But like you said, creating an atmosphere, or maybe you didn't say this, I don't know, but creating a a, a place at home where you can have those conversations, and then you just reinforce them with word, God's word, and then you just, as a parent, it's hard to let go and let God. Yeah. You want to like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to protect you from all the mean things in the world, but right. Man, you know, what are uh, you have? a You have girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got girls and boys and you have a lot of them. You got, a, you know, you got a lot of women in the home. How do you protect them as a man? You know, cause I know that we can't use these all the time, but yeah, you know, like when they leave the house, I mean, I mean what goes, through, you know, what goes through, you know, it's, 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 it's tough, man. It's tough, you know, but again it's it's the environment that you you create right like uh, my kids like when they when they were when they were smaller like well i mean they're grown now but when they were smaller like they weren't allowed to stay at anybody's house you Mm. know like that that was something that like it's just don't even think about asking because it's not gonna happen you know yeah yeah um you know, no calls late. You can't control it now, but you know, no late calls, you know what I mean? After 10 or midnight or whatever it was, you know, depending on the age, like setting those types of boundaries, I think is healthy, you know, for everybody, not just children. You know what I mean? Like going back to even me trying to live a structured lifestyle where I'm trying to block out time, you know, structure is, is, is very key and important. And we see that, like, we even see that in the old Testament, you know what I mean? With, with the Jews, there were certain things that they could do and that they couldn't do, you know? certain foods that they could eat and they couldn't eat, you know? Um, so I think structure is very important. Um, so creating that type of environment and also holding those godly standards, you know, where it's, it's not where it's balanced, you know, like, uh, I was watching, um, uh, Supergirl with my daughter. Right. And 
one of the girls in there turned out to be gay. And I was like, yo, we can't, we can't watch this. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, because of this, but then I have to hold that same standard and advocate for sexual purity to her because, you know, uh, uh, justice league just came out, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, these dudes are half naked, you know what I'm saying? And so we have to like, we have to, we have to be advocates for sexual purity, you know, and, and, and for, um, uh, j just for godly lifestyles, you know, um, we, we can't just criticize like, you know, homosexuals and then, and then not say anything when we're watching a movie and the heroes, like, you know, this bad dude, you know, just bagging all kinds of girls, you know, like we have to criticize that too, you know, because for me that that's, that's really big because, um, I, I, uh, when I was growing up, it's like the more, the more women that, that you conquer, the more man you are, you know? And so I struggled with lust like all my life, you know what I mean? I, and I struggled early in my, in my walk, I struggled with the porn addiction as well. You know, I mean, I did, the, I did, I went to celebrate recovery. I, I did uh, every man's battle and everything. And even, even with uh, going to celebrate recovery, which is, which is a, a Christian organization, when I would talk about my lust issues and, and pornography and stuff like that, a lot of the guys looked at me like I was crazy. Like that, you don't that's, yeah like yeah they're like uh, that's wait not wait that yeah they, they were like they were like wait you're not supposed to do that like you know what i mean you, you can't you know you can't eye a girl like that come on you know like that sort of thing like yeah. and i'm describing it i'm describing it like the same way they talking about you know alcohol or, or, or any type of drug you know um and and then you know because i talked about it Every time we met, every week, um, they began to see it and it began to convict them, you know, and yeah. they began to see it in their own lives, you know. And so I'm saying all that to say, like, we have to create this atmosphere for our children, you know, where we're setting godly standards, you know, um, because nobody else is, you know. And ultimately, like, this is our walk, you know, we have to set that example, you know. And man, you said something um, that kind of is going to trigger, hopefully, our next conversation. You're there and a group of men. And you know, you got your women ministries where they just blah, 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 blah. They say everything. But you know what? <laughs> At the end of the day, they're getting the healings. They're getting the breakthroughs. Yeah. You go to the men's group and everybody's uh, walking on water. And everybody. Yeah. And uh, the minute you say the stuff you just said about lust and whatever. Mm -hmm. men, there's two kind of men in the room, I want to say. There's those mm -hmm. that say wow, man, me too. And then there's those that say, you? Oh, and then before, be, all of a sudden they're judgmental. And then people's, and before you know it, okay, I'm going to step back now. Yeah. And so I think amongst men, we have to have those, like, I, like I've been saying, the hard, we have to have those questions. We have to have those conversations. The Bible yeah. talks about to confess your sins to one another so you may right. be healed. And yeah. a lot of men running around that, that, that were not healed. We're not yeah. healed. We don't want to talk about it. I mean, there's a sense of, you know, like, man, sometimes men are more commodity than 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 the women. You know, we talk and we say, I'm only talking about this because I want to pray about it. You know what? So we can right. pray about it. But we're just being commodities, too. Right. But how important do you believe, would you say that's important for men to get around trustworthy men that um, that have been through some battles? We need and, and confess our sins. Uh, how important has that been in your life? Um, it's been very important. 
It's been very important because like like I said, like I struggled a lot with with uh the lust issue early in my walk. And so I felt trapped. Like I couldn't talk to anybody because I would be judged, you know. Uh people wouldn't think I was a Christian, you know what I mean? Am I really saved because I'm struggling? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I started talking about it and other men started opening up. Um, I started attracting other men who were seeking to live yeah. pure lives, you know, and holding me accountable and sharing scriptures, you know, asking me what I'm reading, you know, what's my, what's my uh, internet life like, right? What, what type of stuff am I watching? What am I listening to? You know, that sort of stuff, you know? So for me, for me, being open and honest about it, you know, like even, even the brothers on, 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 on the podcast, like it's beyond just podcasting. Like we really have, a uh, 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 a brotherhood, you know, we really hold each other accountable, you know, from lust to, to our, our finances, you know what I mean? To uh, how we interact with our wives, you know, mm, we, we, we really hold each other accountable. And so, yeah, I, I strongly recommend for any, any man out there, like find those men who are like-minded, you know, and who push you to be better, you know, to, 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 to be a better, a, a, a better Christian, a better husband, you know, a better father. Amen. Uh, you know, what people don't realize is God puts the lonely in family, those that are lonely. And uh, the God has created uh, or God designed the body of Christ to be a community. And yeah, and, yeah. And we're supposed to be brother. Like a, we talked about it on the last podcast I did where we talked about there is a brotherhood out there. It's just really hard to find those guys. But once you find them, you come to find out that we all we're all. See, this is why I tell people there's no such thing as Christian sin. We're not dealing with separate sin. Like, like lust is lust. Like, there's no, like, there's no Christian lust. Yeah. Like, I wish there was, you know, but I tell people, like, I'm dealing, like, the guys at work are like, oh, you, hey, you didn't see that chick? I'm like, I seen that chick when she walked in the front door. Like, I seen right. this chick you seen. Yeah. And I, and I, I do, I, I, my mind goes there and, and I deal with the same things. Every day that everybody deals with, we're dealing with them. The difference yeah. is how we respond to those things. And when you're part of a brotherhood, like you're saying, you got your brotherhood, I got my brotherhood. If mm -hmm. you want to fight, we can meet later. You know, we could do all that. That's cool. But I got a <laughs> bunch of brothers, and some of them you met that night that do. Yeah. Without those guys, man, like, I'd be in some trouble because, you know, these guys were like, hey, D, I seen, you know, a little something. I, I, I seen your attitude or you know, or I can go to them and say, hey, man, I just got into it with my wife. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're going to I'm going to walk you through the through the process to get your breakthrough. Yeah. Guys around me that I thought were my brothers. And the minute that I like you're saying, the minute that I said something, pastor finds out all of a sudden. What? Like, it's kind of like ammo now. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. What I like about what you said is, you know, like fire catches fire and uh as you begin to open up and speak about your struggles it begin to help people break out of theirs too. And then there's the healing and then there's yeah. the and that's awesome because you know, if, if we don't say nothing, then we're, we're, we're the next guy's like, like you ever had like, um, you know, everybody's asking uh, questions and you had the answer, but you were too afraid to say the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And then they say the answer. You're like, I, 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 I knew there. that. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> and so I think sometimes when you're struggling and you're saying how you feel, the guy next to you is like, oh, dang, like me too. And yeah. so 
you know, God has created that. And so that's awesome, man. And, man, let's get into a, 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 another portion of – I think we're just going to – I'm just going to keep throwing things at you because uh, I got my format. But, you know, it, someone once said, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> right. I just want to throw stuff at you. So yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about being married. And I know that people have all this – crazy th thinking and so do i you know you're Salvadoran, mm -hmm. your wife's puerto rican mm -hmm. you know like, talk to us about how you met your wife and what would let how did you fall in love with her and give her some props and you know just you know how did that come about amen yeah i um so i met my wife at bible study okay that's but nice. but not on, not hold on, up. on sunday nights right hold up hold up though but we were both heathens at the time we were just there by chance <laughs> all right all right all right so so she was my mom my mom and her mom were going they were both going to victory outreach and uh her mom was going to the english church and my mom was going to the spanish church and so my mom was there at a at a bible study because it was her birthday and so my mom thought she was you know she was going to be slick and invite me to bible study because it was her birthday she's like oh come on mijo you know it's my birthday they're gonna cut me a cake she was trying to get me to bible study is that holy and ghost so, <laughs> come on and, yeah and, and so so i'm there just like you know oh man it's my mom's birthday i'm gonna go right yeah, yeah. and and my wife was there she was uh she she was in cosmetology school in 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 high school and so she was doing somebody's perm or she was dying somebody's hair. I don't remember what she was doing, but she was doing somebody's hair. Um, and so she was there for something completely different. Um, and I'm just chilling. And then it's like a whole movie. It's like a movie scene. You know, she comes in through the doorway, hair blowing, you know, the spotlight is on her, you know, the whole Ooh. night. Like in, in my mind, that's how it was, you know? And I was like, I was just like, wow, like this girl's beautiful, you know? And my brother... Um, my, my memory is not the best memory, but my brother tells this story all the time that I came home that day and that I said, I found my wife. Ooh, come on. So, yeah. So he, he, he told me I said this. Right. And so I just was on a constant pursuit after her. It like, um, this was way before social media, any of that. So like, I was like, you know, um, trying to find I would bump I bumped into her like three times before I even talked to her and every time I would talk every time I was around her I would get nervous and I wouldn't talk to her you know I wouldn't talk to her I, I was like nervous you know it was crazy um so finally one day I, I get a number I call her and we just start talking and we talk all night um and we just build a friendship like that you know we just became friends we were doing you know we just we did all kinds of stuff together you know like she she like I know it's, it's 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 cliche, but like she's she's truly like my best friend. Like I really enjoy spending time with her. Um, we've done business together, we've done ministry together. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know we 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 um we have children together. You know, um, and she's really the one who introduced me, uh, who really introduced me to the gospel. Mm. Amen, amen. Oh, okay, amen. So how many? Uh, so you guys, you guys got a whole like. I don't want to call it a tribe called Quest, but you got this. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, man, this guy, this guy got, he got a nice little, a nice little uh, basketball team going there. Yeah. Yeah. We got, it's, it's six of us. Yeah. So four kids. Amen. And so you, uh, 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 congratulations, man. You got kids in college. I mean, yeah. how does that feel when, when one of your kids comes up to you and says that I, I've been accepted to a university, like, 
besides like, dang, how much, how am I going to pay for this? But <laughs> or like, how does a papa feel at that moment? Like, how did you feel when your first kid came and said, Hey, I got accepted? You know, um, obviously it's a great feeling, you know? Um, but like, man, I'm really proud of my kids, bro. Like, to be honest, like I'm more proud of them, um, because of their character, you know, um, All right. just because they, they have caring hearts, they have loving hearts, you know, um, when I hear other people talk about them, you know, it's always in good regards. I had one, when my kids were younger, um, there was a situation and my, one of my boys was like, uh, someone accused my kids of lying and, and he was like, nah, they wouldn't lie. Like you could say anything else you want about them. Like they might've hit you or, you know, whatever, whatever, but they, they wouldn't lie, you know, and that those types of things, you know what I mean? Are the things that like bring me so much joy. Like, so like the college thing, like it, I'm happy for that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's truly a joy, but I, I think the, the things that, that mean more to me is, is, is that, you know, they have godly character, you know, that's like the best feeling in the world. Amen. No, no, that that makes sense because you know, like, you know, we we can accomplish a lot in life, but you know, if our character yeah. is God, you know, so amen. Right. That, so so next uh so next uh, uh next thing uh I wanna talk about is I wanted to actually share something real quick with you. All right. And, uh you know what? Now now I'm scared. Let me see if I can uh, I can um I can pull this up. Uh man. You know what? Uh, you know what? I, I I can't find it. But there's a video on your Instagram yeah. of you rapping. Yeah. And um, I thought I had uh, brought it up on StreamYard, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your rap career. Uh, you know, when were you rapping for the Lord or you were just uh, talking? Yes to and us? no. Yes and no. So I was, I was a believer. Um, I was a believer. So let me back up a little bit. The reason why I, st I started doing music is because um, my brother uh, was in the, in the United States Marine Corps. Um, he enlisted in 1999. Uh, and so, you know, shortly after uh, the Twin Towers got hit um, and he got his orders to go to Iraq and one of his biggest dreams, so one of his biggest dreams was to record, you know, to rap. Like my brother introduced me to hip hop in the early eighties. We used to break dance. Um, we used to battle people, you know, in other, like other buildings across from us. Um, you know, we wrote graffiti. I used to DJ, you know, and, and so we, we like really, really like, love hip-hop you know and so his dream was always to rap always to record you know and it's like he's going to iraq and there's no telling if he's gonna come back mm. you know what i mean and so um you know we decided like let's make this dream come true before you leave you know um and so we recorded that we recorded a project together um now at the time he wasn't a believer you know, so it was, it was, I try, you know, I, uh, I kept my, my content godly. Like I didn't cuss any of that. Um, 
but uh and but he did you know because yeah yeah he wasn't a, he wasn't a believer you know so that's why i say yes and no um but you know uh we we did a pro we did a project we we got we got um some recognition here um out here from from you know the latin rap community because this was the early 2000s um and we did we did fairly well um he came back and uh and he he's still doing music to this day, you know. But that just wasn't my calling. It wasn't something that you know I really felt like I wanted to do. It was just more so doing it for him. So you know, when he came back, he continued to do music, and you know, I I just stopped it. I just did for that you know one project. Amen. Hey uh, on your uh, your podcast, you guys you guys talk a lot about Christian hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I kind of want to get into that a little bit because uh, you're kind of like you're you you know a lot about the um the christian uh hip-hop scene how far do you go back what was okay maybe i'll change it up what was the first time you ever heard christian hip-hop and who was it uh the the first time i heard christian hip-hop was um it was cross movement Ooh. it was uh it was heaven's mentality um tape i don't even think i had the cd i think it was the tape um uh, I uh how did I hear it? <laughs> so I'm uh so I I just I just got saved, right? Um I'm not a member of any church whatsoever. Like I'm kind of like trying to find churches. I'm hopping around churches, right? I I'm sitting in my apartment on the couch watching Rap City, right? And I'm smoking weed. Okay. And and I'm watching Rap City and Cross Movement comes on, right? And I'm a fairly new believer. Like I have Bibles everywhere. My wife and I are doing Bible studies. Like you know, we're but I'm still smoking weed. I'm still selling weed. Um, and Cross Movement comes on, and I was like, "Yo, who's this?" You know, my wife is like, "Who's this? Who's this? you know?" And so we got introduced to them. Made a trip to the Bible bookstore, and um, and they don't have the album. You know, they have to order it. And so there happened to be a magazine there that had a sampler CD, right? Because back in the day, it was no, there was no, no Apple music. There was no Spotify. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, you had bookstore. to go to Bible. Yeah. You had to go to the yeah. Bible bookstore. Um, and so I got a magazine that had a sampler with a bunch of artists that had KJ52, Cross Ooh. Movement. Uh, I don't remember who else, but it just had a whole bunch of artists, right? But I bought I, I bought the magazine because it had cross movement on there. Okay. And I ordered the cross movement tape because they didn't have it. So I had to wait like I don't know however long it takes for them to get it back then, a week, a month, however long. But I bought the magazine and so I got the C D and I was just bumping that cross movement for a long time before I got the tape. When I got the tape, um Man, that's like the only tape I listened to, you know. So it all started. It all started with really with Cross Movement because they had, they had um, that hip hop sound, you know. I, I think my mom had tried to give me like a gospel gangster CD, but I'm I wasn't really into West Coast rap. I was more I was more into hip hop, you know. Yeah, so yeah, sure. so I didn't really vibe with it, you know. But uh, yeah, it it was definitely Cross Movement that really kind of like introduced it, it introduced me a lot to to the faith. Yeah. to uh to to christian hip-hop to uh to reform theology and at the time i wasn't really familiar with it um i i just thought it was just christianity you know yeah. um 
but that that's kind of where it started and you know and then from there you know I, I i got introduced to other artists you know um tons of mostly mostly people who were on cross movement um and then you know you got Corey red and precise um you have you know just everybody from there you know uh, lamp mode and everybody else hey amen um so you get you get introduced to christian hip-hop prior to listening to cross movement were you like me and like this stuff is whack i thought it was the wackest stuff i've ever heard in my life yeah yeah well i i thought that with i thought that i thought that with um a few artists right that came out at the time because it seems like people were people were doing it not necessarily because they were musically inclined but because they felt like this was a vehicle for them to 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 share the gospel right yeah um but it just it just wasn't like what 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 i like you know like again i was i was a big hip hop fan um just growing up in la you know we had k day you know so many other things yeah, yeah. um so many other hip hop events like radiotron and everything else that i was too young to be a part of but i remember you know yeah, yeah. because i had an older brother um so you know like i th i think people sleep on on the hip hop scene in la and, and how like there was hip hop here before nwa um but like so for me when when i was hearing stuff yeah a lot of it was like mm. when i heard cross moving i thought it was dope and so anything that came out from that record label i was like okay cool i'm i'm gonna rock with this hey amen um so i'm gonna go into a little bit of um uh so how long have you been actually in the did you grow up somewhat kind of grow up in the church or no nah, nah. no okay. so what when how old were you when you started when you kind of got introduced to like church life what do you mean by church life like when you started going like you know oh, when i started mom, going to church if someone said we were like drug babies we'd get drugged to church you know <laughs> no that wasn't me that wasn't me at all though i i can't relate to that i um my mom started going to Victor Outreach when I was about 16. At the, at, okay. When I was 16, I had already left the house. Um, I was trying to do my own thing. I was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't banging, but like I was, I was in the streets, you know, yeah. um, just, just in sin, you know, lifestyle of sin. Um, and I gave my life to the Lord when I was um, uh, 20, when I was 20. Um, and that's the, I met my wife when I was 18 um around 1920 is when i gave my life to the lord um uh, and that's when i started going to church again i was church church hopping so yeah around around 1999 is when when i started kind of you know visiting churches i became a member of, of a church in uh in los angeles at the time it was a uh, uh it was uh uh i'm drawing a blank right now um church of the harvest church of the harvest um and I, we were going to that church for a long time um and you know and, and that's pretty much like where my journey began hey man take us back to that season you know i always tell everybody like i pretty much kind of been in church all my life uh mm -hmm. didn't really get as serious until i was about 21 i'm 42 now but there was a season that i felt like god was you know because Nobody wakes up Sunday morning and says, I want to go serve the Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Bible talks about that. His, it, no one comes but by the spirit. Right. And that begins to draw you. Right. Take, take us back to that season where you were felt like, 
maybe you didn't know then, but you know mm -hmm. now. That season, how did that season look where God began to draw you? And what really led you to, all right, Lord, I surrender. Can you share us a little bit about that season? Uh, yeah, so so I got so I got introduced to the gospel because um my my wife was uh she was living out in my wife is from the east coast so she was living out in pennsylvania with her with her godmother and her godmother's a christian right like hardcore and she had introduced her to this book um called he came to set the captives free and and uh we were going we were going to pasadena college and we happened to walk by this like new age bookstore and my wife went in there and asked for the book right and they didn't have it obviously they had to order it they order it we get the book she starts reading it um and it's crazy because that that book scared the hell out of me you know Amen. come on the book the book like and and a lot of people have because it's very charismatic so a lot of people have debated whether or not it's it's off the stories and they're authentic but regardless it scared the hell out of me Amen. um the first page in the book is it literally says like satan does not want you to read this book you know and it talks about how you're going to have trouble reading that book i promise you that every time i try to read that book you know we would read it together we had all kinds of problems trying to read it like we we would fight the book would get lost whatever whatever you know it was it was way to come back <laughs> yeah bro it was crazy you know and the book just talks about spiritual warfare specifically about a woman who was like one of the seven wives of satan and everything that goes on in in in, in like the occultic world and whatnot um so that like really opened my eyes but um I was still a heathen, you know, still living my life, like not really caring. And then um, one day, um, like I knew something in me like that I had to change and I had to, you know, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, one day I I, uh, I get arrested, you know, and I open up, I'm, I'm sitting in a jail cell, I ask for a Bible and just Russian roulette. I open up my Bible, right? I don't know where I'm going. I don't know the names of the books. I don't know about minor prophets or major prophets. You know, I don't know about synoptic gospels. I don't know about any of that. I open up the Bible and I land on uh, Psalm 51, you know, where it talks about like, you know, blot out my transgressions, you know, mm. and I'm just reading it and I start crying. I just start crying and, you know, and, and I, I pretty much like at the, I don't, I don't know anything about church, you know, or the gospel, anything, just, you know, from visiting a few times with my mom's church. And so with the knowledge that I have, you know, I just, I say the sinner's prayer, you know, I'm just like, God, just change me. You know, I want you in my life, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where my journey started, you know, and my wife and I, you know, we started reading the Bible a lot of topical stuff, you know, what does the Bible say about, uh, sex? What does the Bible say about drinking? You know, just a lot of topical stuff because we just had so many questions, you know? So we would have like Bibles laying around the house, just reading, just constantly, just, there was just this appetite that grew inside of us, you know, yeah, yeah. like, and we just, we just dig, dig, dig. We'd, we'd watch preachers on TV, you know, see what they're saying, see, you know, and, and kind of get different insights. And so, you know, that's kind of like how our journey began, you know, just just that appetite and that hunger that God really just gave us. Because prior to that, we weren't really thinking 
you know, we weren't really thinking about serving the Lord or any of that, you know? And so we just, you know, we started visiting churches and we landed at that church. Uh, we were going there for a very long time. The church moved um, from, from LA to like Inglewood and it just was too far for us. So we started looking for other churches at the time, but a lot of it, man, was just at in that moment in time for those first couple of years, man, we were living by faith, bro. Like really living by faith. And I mean, all aspects of faith, like I would have a job or I'd be unemployed. Um, at one point we were homeless. We were living in a shelter, but God always provided always provided you know what i mean um and so that's why i say like i've been fortunate like where I've, I've been able to work and my wife has has been able to stay with the kids um when they were younger um because like god really provided for us you know it, it was all by faith early on just trusting that, that that god would take care of us you know regardless and we we've always had a roof on our on our head and we've always had a meal you know like i my my life has 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 really been blessed you know i really can't complain um but you know he he definitely drew us and and poured that into us you know and 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 even to this day like there's that 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 hunger that appetite for his word and 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 honestly that that's our prayer daily like god you know continue to give us that that heart for your word to do your will you know to seek after your heart you know because he he's 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 the one that 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 puts that you know in you you know and man no no definitely definitely it's that's awesome how uh you know you know not everybody has an altar call experience you know yeah and so you were there right there uh in the jail cell and i tell people all the time god is gonna god is gonna meet you where you're at right Uh, and for some of us for me it was and uh, being up for a few days, blah blah blah, and yeah, no altar call, no evangelism. Uh, you know, uh, as we come kind of like to a landing, um, you know, if uh, I always tell people this, this is kind of like how I end things. Uh, you know, if you had one podcast to, left to do, if God said, "Hey, you got one podcast to do," what would be your message to those that are? listening whether it's to a young person to a father to a husband whose their wife's on drugs uh to a a father who's dealing with their children being rebellious or maybe as a result of what happened last year what yeah. are some encouraging words what is a message that you would like to to share with them um if you just had that one last time if you could just share with something um man I would say love God with all your heart, man. You know, live live for God like it's your last day on earth, you know? I was just having a a, a conversation with a with a friend on Instagram. Um he was telling me a story about this kid, this this uh this meme, right? Uh this meme of this kid who was like uh he's in an argument with some guy, right? Cause the guy pulled up on him and hit him up when he was with his little brother or something like that. And, you know, and he wants to fight him basically. And he's like, and he says, uh, the meme is today I got time. Cause right. Well, oh, that kid yeah, got I shot. That, kid. That, kid, that kid, that kid died. He died. Oh, wow. He got killed, you know? And so my, you know, my friend said, man, it's so sad that, you know, people like this who have such a great platform and a voice 
I just imagine what they could do for the Lord, you know? And my response to him was like, yeah, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it till I'm 86, you know? And so it's just a reminder that I got to go hard for the Lord, like, every day, you know? And so that's that's what that podcast would be. Amen, amen. Powerful, powerful time, man. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I feel... I feel like uh, God is uh, really that's that message that you're saying right now is something that as as a body I think we've been playing with it for so long, you know we we know that the end is near, we know yeah. that God is, is going to come back for His church. We know that our days are numbered. Like I tell people, like I, you know, and this is how I feel about it. Like people, are like oh he 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 left too soon or. You know, it wasn't his time, but I always tell people, like, no, no, no. There's a time for a man to be born yeah. and a time for a man to die. And there's two exactly. things you can't get away from. Death, right. taxes, and I'll add child support to that, too. You know? <laughs> but we need to serve the Lord yeah, as if it is our last day. You know, like, mm -hmm. we have to give God our 100 every day. And because we, me and you, like, you know, I got this little podcast going. But I'm, but I tell people I don't need a pulpit, and I don't need mm -hmm. a platform to do the work of God. Yeah, and the little that I got, I'm giving it, giving it to God. And like you said, you know, like it's sad that you know we're sitting, we're in a world where there's so much opportunity. Like you said, yeah. 2020 was a year that we that I told people I I don't remember one person in 2020 that told me they didn't want prayer. I don't mm -hmm. remember one person in 2020 that didn't want to hear me talk about Jesus. Now, 2019, that I was different. Oh, yeah. He's a Jesus guy. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, he's going to tell us about Jesus again. And it was like people were so hungry for something. They were hungry yeah. because what everything that they banked on, it, it was over. Mm -hmm. people, lost people lost houses. People lost jobs. And here's the men of God and the children of God walking around. And we're blessed. And we're full of joy and we know God is in control. Right. And I tell people, like, like you said, if, if you didn't take you didn't take advantage of 2020, then something's wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say you weren't saved, but yeah. You know, we need to give God uh, uh more of our time and we need to yeah uh, and serve him and love thy neighbor. And um man, dude, it was awesome talking to you, brother. Uh use some words. Thank you, I, I appreciate it. Use a bunch of words I don't <laughs> understand. I'm going to go back to my, I'm going to Google some of those words. But, uh, but thank you for sharing your life with me, man. Thank you for sharing your heart with me and uh, your experiences. And and I hope that somebody was blessed. I'm sure somebody is blessed. I mean, I'm already reading in the comments, like, you know, some of the things we talked about, like, people are blessed, man. I appreciate it, man. But thank you for coming on. And um, I just wanted to say uh, the guy from uh, Grow the Heck Up, mm -hmm. that dude is dope, man. And I know that. Yes. You know him. I, no, I don't know him, but yeah. I, 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 I listen to his stuff and, um, and, uh, I love what you're doing, bro. Keep, keep asking those hard questions and keep saying things that we only would talk about in chat rooms, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on, man. I really appreciate what you're doing and opening up your platform for me. Amen, man. So, uh, hopefully this ain't the last time we do something. Nah, definitely I wanna, not. I want to see you on the streets, bro. Evangelizing, putting in work. Let's go. Not, Let's go. Yeah. You know, me, me and my, me and my wife, we used to, we used to do that when, you know, when before we had so many kids, you yes. know, um, 
like she was pregnant and I would have my baby in the carrier and we take we we take over the bus. Like we would hijack the bus and Amen. you know, like that you know, we, we 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 have we haven't done that in a while, you know. Um Amen. but yeah, man, you know, this this is why this is why we do the podcast too, is because um the the hour, the two hours that you spend listening to a Christian podcast or watch listening to somebody's album is an hour or two hours that you're not like you know, watching something that, that goes against God, that is contrary to the word of God, you know what I mean? Um, whatever it may be, whatever that is, um, you know, um, so I thank you for having this platform, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. I encourage you, um, make sure everybody watching this, make, make sure you watch the, you know, you subscribe to the app podcast support, you know, people's preacher, you know what I mean? Um, hit the thumbs up, hit the like button and all that. Come on. And hopefully, uh, uh, you know, it's crazy with me. It's like this last year I've been doing is like trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, like holding the mic in the right place. Mm-hmm. It's something that I was like, oh, duh. And then the stream yard. And then I'm just learning, bro. I'm having fun with yeah. it. And uh, I know that at the end of the day, this was one of those things where I just had to do it mm-hmm. and not and and be bad at it, being bad at it, maybe. Yeah. I tell everybody, like, hey, dude, like, you can be bad at it and still God can still use you because there's yeah. people bad at what they do and God uses them, like. Yeah. But again, man, thank you again. And um, till next time, God bless you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Amen. I don't want to kick you out, but I might have Kick to me out if you have to. <laughs> I All know right. you got to end it. <laughs> All right. God bless you, brother. Hey, man, what a good time. What an awesome time with my brother, Jimmy. You can catch him. Oh, I should have. Oh, my God. See, I'm learning. I should have had him shout out everything, but I'm going to shout him out. That's not Christian podcast. You can buy it. I listen to it on uh, Google. Pod, I think he's on. Um, he's on everything on any, any digital platform podcast. Uh, he works with Anchor and I use Anchor. So he's probably on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, all those major platforms. You can catch him on Instagram on this. It's called That's Not Christian. Uh, awesome podcast. They're asking all the hard questions. They're saying things that need to be said. You know, a lot of times as Christians, we don't want to say things because we feel like that's not Christian. Or maybe if I really confess my sins, people are going to think that I'm not Christian or I'm just this. Yeah, you're wretched and we're all wretched. and We're all saved by grace through faith alone, through Christ alone. This is a grace walk. This is a grace walk. This is something that, um, that you know, we're, we're, we're getting every day. It's a process. And the Bible says that God is faithful and just to continue that good work that he started in you to the day of his son coming. I paraphrased a little bit. But the process you're in, we're all in the same process. We're all learning every day. We're all getting better at what we do. But in, anyways, I want to thank my brother Jimmy for coming on one more time. And for everyone who's tuned in, man, I appreciate the love and the support. Um, until next time, remember this. On the Av Podcast, we do two things. We give God glory and we tell stories. And remember, in everything you do, give God glory. God bless you. Have a wonderful night. And remember, tomorrow, when you wake up, let this be your prayer. Lord, use me. And the reason why I say that is because so many of us are waiting for that right moment for us to learn more scripture. It is good to know scripture because you don't want to give people nonsense. 
But if you know a few scriptures, share the scriptures you know and know what you're saying. And if someone needs prayer, pray for them. Someone needs a word of encouragement, give them a word. Remember, there's a seize every moment that God gives us. And you say, well, when can, when is the moment? God will give you the moments. God will give you the right people. He'll bring the right people in your, in your path to share the word of God with. Amen. And remember, you're not always there to seal the deal. You're there to do two things. You're either there planting seed or you're there sowing seed. Or you're there watering seed. My bad. Planting and watering. Hey, who knows? And God brings the increase. So, again, I want to say I love everybody that's been listening, uh, supporting. Continue to show me love. And uh, hopefully I can continue to bring you some really cool interviews and just continue to uh, encourage you. Again, God bless you. You have a wonderful day. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen. We want a chiseled physique, but don't want to exit our seats. We Balboa champs that shy away from the training camps. We beg for the glimmering gold with a runner-up commitment. But listen, even bronze medalists work hard and stay consistent. Everybody wants to parade about baseball biceps, but I pass the progressive with diet. We post, then repost selfies at the gym, but rare are photos of wholesome food. Let this light bulb your brain waves. Diet begins with die. You can cross-train for 100 miles a day, but if you do not feast on what the whole body requests, your heart will be a deadbeat. Sweating rivers, well, eating from dumpsters is like training for Ninja Warrior without obstacles. On the show The Biggest Loser, participants are required to take a heart test before tackling the most intense training they've ever known. When's the last time you had your heart checked? We were not made only for the structure of our faces or how well-defined our shape is. If you want to savor his delicacies, you have to treat the savior delicately. It is quite possible to Facebook accept Instagram requests, but inwardly reject him. This is what happens when character is so far below the limit, Twitter wouldn't let you compose it. My intent is not to project this self-righteous posture. I was an Amber Crombie t-shirt, a misfit in a rain small, until the cross pressed me into his kingdom, the kingdom he grasps in the craters of his pierced hands from where fingers like pillars extend to count every member of your hair strands. And every frail-stranded man has a once-in-a-lifetime chance to convert from fan to face-to-face -face friend. He's a 10th round champ boxer that came back for our future. Launched a final uppercut that split the restricted tape between earthlings and heaven. He retired our executioner. Kind of like Adrian, our relationship with him was rocky. But his KO was temporary. And death's knockout, well, you know the story. I am three rusty nails and a rugged cross fit, stripped from grave clothes to nourish hope for the queen that gazes in the mirror depressed. Uneducated on the subject of her worth, but she is royalty. For the young person that pops pimples and cakes on concealer to cover dimples, she thinks they're unattractive. You're worth more than any amount of paper, you're not plastic. For the long lost boy whose dreams still live in a neverland, you two were organically crafted by deliberate hands. Kids might play with diamonds and treat them like sidewalk stones, but that doesn't subtract the fact they're priceless. You're his stone. Need I remind you what David used to conquer his giant? How you've been handled does not determine your value. By who you've been created, what you're made of does. So eat right because it makes you stronger, thrusts you closer, mimicking your trainer, your coach, your creator. This is the definition of CrossFit. Not so we can like him more, so we can be more like him. I am kingdom cross